Hi, this is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to us both growing together as we go through this journey of learning new habits and skills that will help improve both our fitness and our health for life. Good morning, everyone. This is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I hope that you have a beautiful and healthy day as you listen to another segment of Keeping It Fit for Life. You know, for as long as I can remember, every trainer, coach, nutritionist, dietitian, registered dietitian has been asked this one question. And it is, what is the best diet? What is the best diet? Which thing should I do that will ultimately help me lose all the fat and keep all the lean muscle mass that will make it easy and simple to do? Hmm, that's a loaded question. So before I get to the answer to what the best diet is, let's go back a little bit and see What has been our influences and what the best diet is? Well, before, if you remember the paintings of Picasso and the artists from the Renaissance period, women were pictured as voluptuous with curves and rolls and blossom breasts and men were tall and strapping but not overly muscular. Then we came all the way down to the 1950s and the ideal form was Twiggy, the model, who was extremely thin and skinny. And fashion models or fashion designers wanted their models to strictly be like a coat hanger that just held the clothes, the clothes just hung from their shoulders without making any lumps or bumps into their fashion design. And then we moved into a little bit healthier look in fashion and the media where women were now starting to look a little bit more muscular. Well, I wouldn't say muscular, had a little bit more definition, but still fairly thin, right? And remember when Carla, I mean, a Tyler, (laughs) um, the model, the the um, female black, Tyler Banks. Yes, yes, Banks. When she became a model and she was on the cover of Sports Illustrated and it was such a big deal to finally have not only a black female, but one who had such curves and such a, you know, busty front chest. That was just amazing. And then we went to another supermodel who was a plus size model, right? And everybody was like, "Ooh, this is great. You can be plus size and be a fashion model and look great. And then we're down into the age now of the Kim Kardashian with the ultra, super tiny, unrealistic waist, super ginormous hips and overflowing boobs. So what, what does that all tell you? It It tells you that there's no consistency. There's no real perfect image of what a woman should look like. And yes, I'm addressing mostly the women today. There's no classic beauty or perfect shape 
or perfect size. And I would like to think that today in 2020s, that we are getting more accustomed to the fact that there is no one standard of beauty and health and fitness or uh, size. And with that being said, that should let you know that there is no one specific diet that is the best diet for everybody. How do we know that to be true? Well, if you look at all the different corners of the world, there are the fit population and unfit population, and they eat such a wide different amount of foods that you wouldn't even think were quote unquote healthy in one population. You know, you have people who live in the coldest regions of the world, in Alaska, who eat a lot of fat and a lot of fish and not a lot of green food because of their environment, but they live long and healthy lives. Then you have people in Okinawa, Japan, who eat very little meat, lots of vegetables, drink sake, and who have one of the longest levels of longevity and many of their population are small-sized people who are healthy and happy. Then you have us in the United States with all the advances of technology can possibly bring to bring us everything we can imagine from a food source but yet have moved further and further away from actual food that is just in its purest form to the most chemically induced fake fabricated food you can possibly have. And yes, even with all that technology, we find ourselves in America as the fattest nation around the world. That's sad. Maybe we have too much technology. Maybe we have too much access. Maybe we have too much of too much. And that's what's clouding our minds. Well, yes and no. The fact of the matter is, it all seriously just boils down to the choices that you make. What choice do you make when it comes to the food you put into your body and the daily activity that you conduct on a regular basis? Where do you prioritize your health versus convenience? Where do you place the importance of what you feed your children versus the cost? And this is really the first true question that must be answered when it comes to deciding on your diet. A diet should not be a temporary, short-term, one-time choice or process that you do for a short-term goal. Why? Because one, obviously, duh, is not going to last, right? And two, it's not going to make the change that you really want. And three, it's not sustainable. Most diets that are the fad, quick, easy, go-to diets are not sustainable. For example, the low-carb diet, okay? Now, the low-carb diet, in order for it to work, you need to eat less than 25% of your total food intake in carbohydrates. 
But the problem is that after your initial start of just eating green vegetables and protein and staying away from all the healthy tubers and root foods that come out of the ground like potatoes and wheat and barley and oats, you are going to get tired of that. Your body longs for something more nourishing, more whole, more fulfilling. And before long, because of your environment and your body's natural desire for whole grains and foods, you quickly and eventually quit doing that. You know, if you want to go on an all-vegetable diet, that's great because it's a vegetarian diet. But so many people do this the wrong way. They think that it involves eating all salads all day or just fruit all day. And it's not true. You have to have a combination of good sources of fat and B vitamins and grains and wild rices, etc. There's a variety that comes with being human that somehow so many of us try to eliminate in order to quote unquote get the best body. But how can you eliminate all these natural things that our body naturally needs on a regular basis? We need, just like in nature, the full spectrum of all the things that are naturally grown in order to satisfy our taste, our vision, our smell, our appetite and enjoyment. So what is the best diet? The best diet in a nutshell is the one that you are going to stick with. Long story short, it's the best diet that you are going to stick with for the rest of your life. Something that is easy, that is satisfying, that is appetizing, and that is going to help you to reach your goal. The problem is, though, you have to decide to do it for the long term. And most people don't want to do anything for the long term. I don't even understand why that is. I mean, you plan on living for the long term, right? So if you plan on living for the long term, you're going to need to eat for the long term. And if you're going to need to eat for the long term, then why not just create a plan that you're comfortable with that keeps you healthy, that keeps you on, that keeps you satisfied, that makes it enjoyable to be with family and friends. That's not that hard. One of the biggest problems we have with any nutritional diet plan is our greed. We just eat too dang much. We eat too much food at one time. We're gluttons. We're overeaters, pigs. You eat till we're stuffed on there. Eat until your belly hurts and eat until you have to unzip your pants. Why? You know already that you're full. You can feel it in your stomach. You can feel it in your heavy breathing after you've had a meal. Your body gets sluggish. You get tired. And you see the results in the mirror. Over and over and over. Nobody went to bed a size 6 and got up the next day a size 22. It happens over a period of time. Because one or the other, you continued to make poor choices over and over and over and over and eventually those choices caught up to you and sneaked up on you the way that you can boil a frog in water 
You just put them in that cold water and slowly turn up the heat. And before you know it, the frog doesn't jump out because it's all of a sudden, it just adjusts to the heat. But after a while, that same heat kills them. And the same way with your food. You get used to eating more and more and more at each serving, at each meal, at each drink, at each milkshake. And before long, you've eaten so much, you've eaten yourself out of a good heart, out of good circulatory system, out of good health, out of energy, out of sleep. You've eaten yourself practically to death. So instead of worrying about what's the best diet, maybe we should be thinking about what's the best way I can eat to enjoy my life for the long term. What's the best way I can eat so that I can have more energy? What's the best way that I can eat that I can share with my family the bounties of all the natural foods on earth? What is the best way that I can eat that will help me feel energized? That will help me to go to sleep at night? That will help me to enjoy the actual flavors and taste of all the foods around me? So instead of thinking about what's the best diet to lose weight, because that's a temporary thing and you have no control over the outcome. But one thing you do have control over is the choice you make each and every time you are presented with an option. So instead of thinking about a diet, think about the choice and the opportunity that you have to uh, to make a choice of what you're about to consume and how it's best for you. You can make that choice and the more often you make that choice, the easier it will be to continue to make that choice and soon would be part of your new lifestyle. But it starts with that choice. The first step is deciding how can you eat to live instead of living to eat and when you finally finally understand that you'll never have to worry about a fad diet or how quick you can lose certain amount of weight or pounds or be miserable because you're omitting something from your lifestyle or cranky because you're going on something so crazy and wacky you'll just finally be able to enjoy really the bounties of so many options in this world to enjoy food and friends and family and enjoy a good healthy life and ultimately that's what God wants for us that's what we want for ourselves that's what we want for our children that's what we want for our families we just want to have a good healthy life we can enjoy for as long as we've been blessed with it on this earth. So what's the best diet? The best diet is finding a way to make the best choices when you have the options so that you can fully enjoy a long, healthy, and happy life. I hope this has been helpful for you. This is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Take care. Have a beautiful day. Love you all. 
ביי ביי! היי, תודה על ההשתתפות. אני באמת מעריך את ההשתתפות. For more information on this podcast or any podcast, you can go to my Instagram at fitforlifeptllc or Twitter at delcinaw or you can call me and leave a message at 254-647-7007. And remember, all this information is for entertainment purposes only. Please be sure to speak with your private physician or... PCM when it comes to making any types of changes to your nutrition, your health and your fitness. And again, this is Bundel Sina is keeping it fit for life. Bye bye.